0: Welcome to A Saved Life, a podcast that inspires you to live a more fulfilled life with mindful writing, intuitive cooking and creative inspiration. I'm Sumaya Osmani, your host, and each episode of A Saved Life is filled with creative expression, freeing up preconceived ideas that hold us back from fulfilling our true potential as creatives and writers. This is the second episode in the theme of Writer's Roadblocks. And the roadblock that I'm going to be talking about today is that need for perfectionism as a writer. Now, how many of us sit in front of a screen or in front of our notepads and say you just don't know how to start and that you can't find the perfect way to start a chapter or start an article? or you find yourself looking at something you've written and you can't stop editing it because you think every bit of it isn't perfect and it just does not sound right. Now, the thing is that we as writers and creatives are always trying to create the perfect thing, whether it's a piece of art or a piece of literary writing. We want the beginning and end to be perfect because in our heads, we have a vision of it looking the perfect way it should. But when we first start, it won't be perfect. It can't be perfect because it's our first try. And though we can close our eyes and see the end, we don't know how to get there. And even as someone who is creative and has endless ideas, it's sometimes really, really hard to put that perfectionism down on a page. And it is that very perfectionism and the need for it that cripples us and it is a self-sabotage that comes and bites us at every single turn. Now what this desire for perfectionism does is it prevents us from reaching our dreams, whether it's writing or creating or doing, whatever it is that is your art form. We begin to judge ourselves and we won't write because we just don't believe that we can write as perfectly as we want. Now, all the writer's roadblocks are linked together. So as I spoke last time about procrastination, I'm talking about the need for perfectionism and they're all sort of interrelated to each other because one fuels the other and so forth. The need for perfectionism will make us paralyzed and stop us from moving forward because we just see ourselves as flawed, our writing and our creating as flawed. I really wish that this was an easy problem to solve. So many big writers, so many well-known writers struggle with this. And at the heart, this need for perfectionism comes from this deep struggle that we as creatives have with shame because we want to put something out there that we can be proud of and we feel that at some point our work will be judged. So that innate need for approval of others stops us from putting our so-called shameful work in front of others. Now, I really believe that there are ways of coping with perfectionism. Although we can never really let go of this need for it. We can draw on our courage and we can push ourselves through this, these imperfect ways that we hold as creatives. Now I can speak as a writer and one of the suggestions I can give you is to become less regimented about writing or creating. Now I think we all have deadlines for articles or deadlines for books or deadlines that we set ourselves but how much time do you make for writing nothing? And I don't mean writing nothing as not actually writing but what I mean is writing nothing of any sense of value, that as nothing but absolute rambles from your mind. And this comes down to, yes, there's journaling, which I really, you know, I'm a big advocate of, but sometimes journaling can be structured because you give yourself a prompt and then you start to think about it. And even though it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a free flow of consciousness, but you still have a reason to be doing it. I think free writing, just writing freely helps us understand that they these self-imposed expectations that we have of ourselves are not realistic. We don't have to write some incredible opening line or something really memorable. We could literally write how annoyed we are how bad the weather is, or how annoyed we are that we haven't been able to do any writing. And that free flow of consciousness brings out stories fears, hurdles, stories in our heads that we want to get out but we don't even know are in there. We could also just write, I don't even know what to write, I feel like a complete idiot and you'll be amazed at how much you can get out there. So the need to no longer fixate on a topic or lack of ideas allows us actually to just put words down, no matter how badly phrased and how bad the grammar might be. In this free process of free writing, I truly believe that magic happens. Ideas, thoughts develop, and I suddenly find myself completely free of the need for perfectionism and actually put down the most authentic words that I usually do than any other writing that I might have done. And that sheer terror of staring at a blank page, uh, that need for having perfect words on a page disappears. So I really think that you should just try to write an imperfect piece of work and let it be what it is and allow it to exist. Now another thing that I feel is a good way of trying to cope with this need for perfectionism is that you practice, do something that you're not very good at. You know, be bad at something. If you're really bad at cooking, which I'm not, <laughs> but but if you are, then go and cook something really bad and taste it and say, oh my goodness, that's absolutely terrible. And then go back to your computer or wherever you write and write something that you're meant to, whether it's a blog post or an article or, you know, just a prompt journal entry and read it and be amazed by how good a writer you are you may not be good at one thing you may be bad at that thing but you're really good at writing and also what that does is makes you feel pretty powerful that there is something that you're good at and it might not be food but it cooking but it definitely is writing And one of the ways I do this is writing blog posts. My blog posts are terrible sometimes. You know, I I edit them, but they're still sometimes not the most structured writing. And it lets go of that fear for perfectionism and that fear for always being right and always having the best ideas. It's a sort of vulnerability writing a blog post because you are putting it out there in the world, but it still allows you to let go of a lot of that fear and and a lot of those sort of roadblocks of perfectionism because you're just putting out a piece of work that is imperfect. So try that and try that whole idea of being good at something and not being good at something else. Now, one thing that perfectionism does is it truly obliterates creativity. I know that many, many people write beautiful pieces of work and you look at it and you think, wow, I could never write like that. And then your need for perfectionism comes in and whatever creativity you may have had literally goes out the window. Now, one advice I got when I began to write my memoir, which is out next April, is that you've got to embrace the shitty first draft. A book that I read was called Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott. Uh, And Anne uh, Lamott says this incredible phrase, which is that all good writing begins with a terrible first efforts, and that you need to start somewhere, start anything, something, put it down on paper. The fact of the shitty first draft is that, you know, first drafts need to be written. They don't need to be perfect. So no matter what you're writing, It's really hard to come to terms with the fact that it's going to be rubbish and it's going to be terrible, the first draft, and at least it's going to be a skeletal piece of work that you can edit and really, really perfect as time goes by. So embrace the shitty first draft. Don't put yourself down for being a terrible writer. Trust me, every writer out there, the biggest authors that you might love and adore, wrote shitty first drafts. So there is no need for that perfectionism because it will come with time and patience. Keep writing the shitty first draft and get it out there. (laughs) Now, another thing that you can do is stop waiting for the perfect moment to write. You know, there's something that we all as writers do, which is wait for that perfect muse to come in front of you or that perfect where the stars align, the planets align and suddenly we have the right time, the right goosebumps, the perfect music, the perfect weather, the perfect space to write in, the perfect computer and until we have that we can't write. Now this kind of links in with procrastination but I honestly feel that this comes from our desire for that perfect moment, that perfectionism that we convince ourselves that we need for inspiration to strike. Let me tell you, that perfect moment will not exist and has never existed and will never come. We have to believe that the perfect moment to write is right now and that no matter what the scenario, no matter what the space, no matter what the little time that you may be able to carve yourself from your really busy life as a parent or a work working or whatever your, your scenario, your personal situation is, you need to just create that little pocket, whether it's 10 minutes or five minutes, it's literally, that's the perfect time to write. Not always will you be inspired and has, have inspiration, goosebumps going down your spine. But you will have written and that is better than not writing. Now one of the biggest problems we as writers is that we need to constantly edit our work constantly saying oh that sounds terrible oh no I could take this word here and put it there just delete this entire paragraph but that again comes from this struggle with needing something perfect and As I said before, that perfectionism does really, really destroy creativity. So I'm going to really request just get away from that need of endless editing. Let the editing go to your editor. I know that I can give you an example of my own experience. When I was writing my third book, my memoir, I was working with a mentor, which by the way, is not a bad idea because mentors can really, really give you the push and accountability and the advice and the writing uh, skill and, and their own experiences. And it really does help you write to your project. But what my mentor said to me was that you need to just write it and send it to me and forget about editing. Just write, write, write. And so every week I would write a chapter and It was terrible, I can promise you. It was absolutely horrendous. And he would come back to me with lots of edits. And sometimes he'd come back and say, wow, that really works and that sounds wonderful. Just fix it a little bit here and there and give me some suggestions. And that confidence that I got from his approval and his support and his his giving me the freedom to just not edit was really golden because it is what got me to finish my book so rather than question your self-worth just write be give your work to an editor or give your work to a mentor and if you can afford it absolutely do that because it's worth it if you have a project looming over your head now this is something that i really wanted to share with you because i think in the end managing this entire need for perfectionism is a very long process and it You know, we have to go through a lot of emotions and a lot of self-growth and a lot of understanding of who we are. And writing through this need for perfectionism is really hard. And there is a huge level of vulnerability and exposure. We need to just believe that we are good enough, that our writing and our work and our craft is good enough. And that with time, we will get to where we need to be. Only when we really believe that we are good enough and that eventually that, you know, that thing that I said right in the beginning, that dream that close your eyes and you can see the perfect peace, it's there. It's within our reach. It's just a matter of going through those steps to get there. Now, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I and I truly hope that what it's done is it's given you the ability to get up and just get, get the words out there. Just get the words out there, because essentially that's all you really need to do to get to that dream where you want to be. Now, if you are looking for a mentor and you are looking for someone who can support you through your writing process, I offer a 12, 10 to 12 week program for one-on-one mentoring called Nurtured and through Nurtured we work really closely through mindset hurdles as well as your writing project whether it's a book or an article or whatever it is that you want to write. I help you, I hold your hand, I give you weekly support so if that's something you'd love to do with me Nurtured is available Four spaces in a year because I give a lot of myself to it, and get in touch on my email at Sumaya at Sumayasmani.com and I'd love to help you. But if you're looking for something smaller, like a little bit of advice, I also offer Nourished, which is a one-hour one-on-one call, and that will help you with whatever little bit of help you may need. And anything that you spend on nourished goes to nurtured, so I always knock off that bit if you go on later on and sign up to nurtured. So I hope that that is of a help and that you might consider that if you need help in your writing project. And if you are looking to have your own book published, a book proposal is what you might be after. And my online course called Brood is launching in early October. And this is a four week program that will help you create your dream to draft book proposal, specifically cookbook proposals, but it will work for any non-fiction project and if something that you would love to do, please do join the waitlist. The link is below this podcast. Finally, I'd love it if you could rate and review this podcast on your preferred platform if you enjoyed it, because it really helps it to get out there to people that might benefit from it. Thank you so much for listening to A Savoured Life with me, Sumaya. And so until next time, choose a slower life, choose a savoured life.